five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energize Podcast, it is back. It's the football show. So if you are new to this Energize Football Show, welcome. And if you're a turning Energize Football Show listener, welcome back. Excellent. Barry, quick question for you before we start. Do you like the way we change the Instagram handles from Energize underscore RMB to Energize underscore show? Yeah. Um, I think we've actually sent emails before to be like, check out the page and now they're all going to be like looking for the wrong thing. But like... Uh, yeah, but I don't really... I, like, I, I yeah. think once you get Energize in there, like I think we yeah, come to the yeah, top of most no, people's search list. The, I think the show thing is way better because people are like, what's or and be or something? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah it's, like, it's like, you do a music show. Or and B. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Before, actually, also we kick into the show, if you haven't entered our fancy football league, like, just get on it, and if you need the codes, send us a message, and we'll send it to you. Yeah, because we're both doing really well now, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... I'd say we're still top ten after two weeks. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I've, I imagine so. I've gotten the backing from the board, like, I might actually be getting fired. Sooner than Jose Marino, maybe, as well. Oh, jeez, don't yeah. even start. So, it is Monday night, it is podcast night, and we just watched Liverpool beat Crystal Palace 2-0. Yeah. Liverpool, two games into the season, what do you think so far? Uh, six, six goals, none conceded, two clean sheets. It's it's actually ridiculous because they were turning into a laughing stock for their defensive problems. You'd say uh, ever since Van Dijk's had to join the team, like he, he's a leader, isn't he? He's just uh, yeah, he's he's your like number one centre half yeah. who nearly everyone needs. Well, you see, if you actually look at it as well, he he was at Celtic and he won stuff in Celtic as well. Whereas like certain players, Lovren, Lovren, or even like Harry Maguire, who's worth supposedly about sixty five million, they like what have they won? Nothing, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, true. So maybe that actually like does help Van Dijk having won something. It changes as a whole dynamic. Uh, obviously, getting Allison in goal is just uh, he actually made one or two big saves yeah. today as well. It's actually a godsend for Liverpool. They're sorted now for the next five, six years with him in goal. Yeah, uh, even Van Dijk. Van Dijk's what, what 25, 26? Yeah. Um Yeah, so that was their biggest problem, and they just sort like they were so efficient, being like, right, we need to sort this problem out, and they sorted it out. Uh, what you make a cop so far anyway with Liverpool? They they seem happy, they free look, flowing. They look very, very threatening, I will say that. Uh, not only that, but like Klopp sort of came out and it, it was almost like Alex Ferguson esque, I'm going to say, after the game. He was like, nah, I wasn't happy with a 2 0 win. Thought that there was a few too many mistakes in there, which there was. And then also, he was like, probably should have scored a few more. I just look at that team from, you know, 1 to 11. Obviously, they don't actually wear 1 to 11, but like yeah. Allison goal. What a goalkeeper. He's definitely one of the top 10 goalkeepers in the world. Van Dijk yeah. is easily top five, if not top three centre-halves in the Premier League. And it doesn't really matter who goes beside him. Lovren, Matip, Joe Gomez, whoever it is is going to like build off the confidence of playing alongside him. That's it. Robertson's been immense at left-back. Alexander-Arnold is great at right-back. And then, like, Keita has almost been the sign of the season for me so far. He looks so good in midfield. His link-up play is brilliant. James Milner, penalty machine. Yeah. Uh, Wijnaldum is also an excellent footballer, a very good pass footballer. Um, and then that front three is Firmino, Mane and Salah is almost unstoppable. Yeah. I'll just look at them and go, if they can keep their players fit, they're going to be a real title threat to Man City. It's almost like... They need to do what Leicester City when they won the league. I'm not saying they're the same calibre of teams, but I'm more saying that they need to have at least seven or eight players be fit for 30 games plus. Yeah. And like, as you know, obviously, like Liverpool are known for not overly rotating their team. You mm. know? 
especially last year, it was almost like the same starting eleven each week until obviously uh, the Ox got injured and you know, I mean Milner didn't really start in the season, but uh, they're they're very impressive. It's obviously being United supporters, the way we perform isn't mm. great, but like when you're actually turned on football and seeing top class football, it's a uh, top class entertainment, really, isn't it? And also, everyone on Liverpool on Liverpool's team is extraordinarily comfortable with the ball. Yeah. Even the goalkeeper like doesn't mind having the ball at his feet. So therefore, it means that you can sort of pass the ball with someone without them absolutely shitting the bed. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, but th- like, doesn't that have to be what way Klopp actually talks to them? Because yeah. But look at Bruce Dortmund. I remember watching them do their training gels. Remember uh, Kagawa doing a training gel in Dortmund, and it was just like passing the ball into empty bins. Yeah. And I was like, that's brilliant. Clearly, the passing mentality that Klopp brings to the team is vital, and that's why. The goals are so well shared around. They are. Yeah, no one's selfish, which is weird. And like Salah probably comes across as if like he's one of the most unselfish people you can know. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's obviously the guy that like when he has people over to his house, he makes sure they all get the food first and then he eats. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a very, very impressive individual. And they beat a Crystal Palace team that actually didn't look terrible either. That's Palace the had their own chances and they look quite good. Palace are looking very good for this season. Obviously, they're not going to get into the top six, but like who really can? But... They're, they're going to be like challenging to get into Europa League. Yeah, you know they, I mean? they could easily finish seventh. If they finish seventh, I wouldn't say, yeah. oh, it was treble. And also with like Zaha playing up front with Benteke, I think that's going to really urge Benteke on as well. Although I know they played much better when Benteke came off. But, yeah. uh, look, Benteke, I think, is going to score at least, I'm going to say 12 goals this year. I don't think that's going to happen. No? I think he's like one of the worst strikers in the league. Yeah, yeah but I, I feel like he's just big enough and like awkward enough that he'll eventually score. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they bought him for how much? Like 30 million? Yeah. And you're saying he's going to get 12 goals. So that's, if my math is correct, that's 40 million a goal. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he's uh, terrible. I know he's not great, but I feel yeah. like with Zaha, Zaha's like so good that like Benteke's going to get freed up a yeah. bit. He's, just, he's, sort of, he's obviously like a worse... Uh, Drogba but uh, he, he needs to learn actually how to physically score a goal like you can't yeah. have your top top striker not scoring goals you know I don't think I think he needs to remember how to score a goal because yeah, yeah. he was prolific at one stage yeah but uh, look Liverpool look absolutely phenomenal under Klopp and uh, like each I, I don't know when they're going to up against someone and go oh, they're a favourite to beat Liverpool like even against City I'd yeah. sort of go I'd sort of favour Liverpool just the style of football they play do you have any idea when City are going to play Liverpool next because that would be a good game. I'm not too sure, but yeah. I remember watching the Champions League games and I was like, oh, Liverpool were so good against them. So, yeah. look, that Klopp team looked great. But I suppose we should move from Liverpool to Man City. Yeah. Uh, Pep's Man City, they won 6-1 against <laughs> Huddersfield there at the yeah. weekend. And it looked like every time they brought the ball forward, there was a goal on the on the table. Yeah, I know. It was... Um, Aguero was, putting on a clinic. It was crazy. Aguero is so good, isn't he? Yeah. I feel like he won't go down in the, like, the top... Premier League team ever but like he should definitely be, at least be a sub you know what I mean yeah he's I don't think he's ever finished top goal scorer which is crazy I feel like and he's also like never gotten team of the year either sure he hasn't yeah. but he's also like apart from last year did he get in last year yeah I remember he okay. got in last year it was like the, it was the first time he's been there in about what eight years maybe? and I don't think it was actually his best season last year either yeah. yeah which is crazy but he is an absolute phenomenal striker and yeah. Gabriel Jesus is lethal as well yeah. and they're going to learn so much from each other they're so fearless yeah. going forward uh, it's just like that Combination of like youth 
and pace. And pace. S- s- sort of similar with Liverpool as well. You know what I mean? It's like and, and experience as well. Yeah. If you think about it. Well, like I must say, Aguero's experience, but like yeah. you have Sane, you have uh, Sterling, you have Gabriel Jesus just run that yeah. teams and well, like, like Silva as well. Yeah, Silva's playing the ball through Bernardo <laughs> Silva. It was also scoring some great goals, and then they have Mars as well. You know what I mean? They have so many people yeah. who are willing to take someone on, and they're not afraid to have a shot either. Yeah, so obviously now Kevin De Bruyne's out of this for two, three months. Two to month. three months, and <laughs> it's so weird to say that. Okay, would you say he's their best player? Yeah. Well, if not the top two or three, right? Yeah. Uh, arguably the player of the year last year, most certainly for City. But uh, if you think of any team in the world, right, and you take out your best player from that team. Obviously, they're going to suffer, right? Yeah. But City take out uh, Kevin De Bruyne and they're still scoring six goals in the game. It's absolutely crazy. And they went even more attacking. They started with two strikers up front. Yeah. Aguero and uh, Jesus. You know what I mean? They're like, right, we're losing the midfielder, so let's add another striker. You know what I mean? It's um, very scary, good looking. And you know what? I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm sure everyone who listens to the show knows me and Barry are all Man United fans. But like, <laughs> they're playing so much school football, they're hard to hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's the level of football we're talking about. Hard to hate football. Well, that's the thing. Remember like back in the day when Suarez played for Liverpool, people loved oh. to hate Suarez. Obviously because he's biting people. Yeah. But uh, they, people hated him more because they thought he was such a good footballer. That's the way yeah. football sort of works. But like when you're looking at City, like people like Sané can be amazing. Aguero can be amazing. De Bruyne can be amazing. You, you want to... When you're watching, when you're investing your time to watch them play, you want to see the best shit. And like, they they constantly each week, you know what you're getting. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're above and beyond. Still, one of the best teams in the league. Um, what are they doing now? With, the, with or without Kevin De Bruyne yeah, as well? The, should they beat Arsenal without De Bruyne? No, but they they dispatched Arsenal. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. and now they're top of the league. That they have a plus seven goal difference after two games. Um, obviously during the week the Man City documentary from last season on how they won the league mm. came out and they were sort of like taking stabs against United um, Mourinho obviously came out being like here look you can buy trophies but you can't buy, buy class yeah. that's it but I think that was it wasn't it yeah but, uh, Some, in round that yeah, yeah yeah it's funny how they sort of had to like United didn't really challenge it at all for the league last year I know they came second but it's it funny was a 19 point gap yeah the, they couldn't just say how great we were. We yeah. have to be like, we're that great, yeah. and yous aren't. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. a bit like, uh, there's a bit, as much as being gracious in defeat is great and all that, like, being gracious in victory is also another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they won the league by so much, they should have almost been like, oh, they almost should have finished up being like, are we the greatest Premier League team ever? You know what I mean? Because yeah. they won the Premier League by more points than anyone ever has. Yeah. And they could have put it that way, and then people probably would have went, oh, maybe they are actually. They played the best football, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, See, but also in that season, Manchester United beat them, you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, it's yeah. one of those oh, things, yeah, yeah. like... It's, stuff like that comes back to haunt you as well. Yeah. You know I mean? It may not be United who win the league, but, like, whoever, Liverpool could win the league mm. and throw it in their faces as well, you know? But uh, City, right back where they left off. I, I can't... They're going to be either one or two for the next two, three, four, or five years. Uh that core of the team is like young, fast, hungry winners. Yeah, yeah I, I can see them buying two new young centre midfielders next year. You know yeah. what I mean? To eventually replace David Silva and then like your Fernandino. Yeah. Unless uh, Gundogan can actually stay fit for the entire season. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Uh, but like Fernandinho and David Silva have to be like the next two to be replaced. Yeah. And then the, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in another striker just to like be a backup to Jesus because like Aguero's eventually going to have to be replaced yeah. as well. Yeah. But like th- at least for the next two years, that team's still set. I know, yeah. It's scary. And you know who's looked brilliant? He was out last season, Mendy. He's back in form. Yeah, he looks brilliant playing left back for him. As yeah, in like, it's a left footer playing left back as well. Yeah, it's, which is the balance. Yeah, it's he, he's just he's got two assists so far already. Oh uh, yeah. Um, see, the thing is, when you watch them play football, right, they all look so happy, and you're like, oh, I want that. And then you look at Liverpool, and they all look so happy as well. And you're like, I want that. I think it's probably time we move into United now, is it? What the most unhappy team in the Premier League? Like, what are we watching here, man? Every, this is the most talked about shit that's going on. Mourinho, Pogba, just like, what is going on here? Like, I mean, first of all, if you get, I don't want to be like all about the amount of money you get paid, blah, but like, when you're getting paid about 200 grand a week, I mean, I think you should at least arrive to work with a smile on your face, you know? Yeah, Jose Mourinho is the most miserable manager in yeah. Premier League football history. Um, well, only as more recently. I mean, back in the day, he seemed, yeah, he seemed happy. happy at Chelsea, yeah. yeah. I, I just look at it and just think, Mourinho's manner reflects on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. If that's, I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah. It's such like slow build up, negative football. And I'm also looking at, I'm listening to commentary that I've never heard before. Like, like you know, they were playing Brighton, and I listened to the <laughs> commentator talk about a left centre back for about ten minutes. I've never once heard someone say a left centre back before. It was like you have two centre halves. Yeah. I've never, I've never heard commentary on. Who plays on either side being a thing? Did you did you say also like if that's such a big problem? Why doesn't you just play three centre backs? Yeah, I, I I just don't understand why United don't go to play three centre backs. Yeah, and then you play your two wing backs who are also wingers, or whatever. Yeah, that's five. Then you play your four midfield, whatever we want to play, and then you play your one up front because you know they're only ever going to play one up front with Lukaku. I know, yeah, yeah. I'll, so yeah, I'm I just like, why don't they just do uh, a four, a five, four? one but the, the, the problem is like every time you know you go out and play right you know probably less than half of the team are going to perform yeah when was the last time that the whole 11 went out and were amazing like that, that a long long time ago a long long time ago and, first, you, but there's sometimes there's flash in the pans and like uh, open day of the season against Leicester at one side of looking going oh this great football they're going and then next thing you know it's Leicester are sitting back on top and you're winning 2-0 and next thing you know oh jeez it could be a 2 all draw by the end of the game yeah yeah oh no yeah Schmeichel heading the ball at the end uh, this is probably the worst that I've seen you know to actually sort of act I know under Mo- when Moyes was in charge like people were sort of like Ferdinand's come out and said the stuff that Moyes was sort of saying being like whatever you did under Ferguson forget about that this is my regime this sort of shit you know what I mean and like you're like he's walking in and having won nothing talking to like European champions you know yeah Um, but like medals to boot Ryan Giggs 13 league titles you know what I mean Moyes he hadn't even been managing the league 13 years I think he was actually there about 8 or 9 maybe 10 yeah. with everything. but um, this is the problem when Moyes was there I know United weren't performing and stuff. Uh, I felt like Rooney probably should have went, but he was like, here, look, I can't come in and let Rooney go. So the situation we're stuck in now is I actually would rather if Mourinho left because realistically, you can't get rid of the whole squad that costs too much money. And look at Mourinho, he hasn't been even able to sell any anyone. Like, I mean, we have Rojo, Darmian, like, Blind obviously went, but like, uh, Jones, Smalling, like all these players that could, uh, just, could just leave. 
and they're still there earning the earning a living, getting hold to ransom by uh, Fellaini, like uh, the chaps are one of the like is a laughing stock in the Premier League. Like people slag United for having Fellaini. I never wanted Moyes to go. I wanted him to get his time. But the thing is, if you're like acting worse than like a cancer in the team, you have to go. Like you have to go, and like it's disappointing to say because I liked when Mourinho came in. I, I felt like after having LVG. Oh, you've won goals with Army. Like he was, he, that was a joke as well. I feel like we've been a laughing stock of the league for the last few years. Now, if you look at the team now, uh, we're not. We're probably not even going to get top four for playing that shit. And it's only going to get worse and worse and worse because if you don't change something, it's going to stay the same. Um, like I mean, what's the best we can hope for? Like an FA Cup that we lost last year or a League Cup? That's not good enough. We're Manchester United. Where are we coming to Champions League? Probably won't even make the quarterfinals, and we don't deserve to either. But with the players we have. Like you, like you'd be like, Jesus, what a team! And then the performance to put out against a Brighton team who are just like you couldn't even name ten players in that team, let alone a starting eleven. It's uh, I think it'd be a good idea to let go of Jose. I'll let you talk now in a second. No, you're done. We want everyone wants your opinion. It's like shut up, as uh, <laughs> fast forward two minutes and Ross will be talking. But uh, I think Jose should go, and I think Zidane should come in because who does Pogba obviously look up to? Bar. Us two. Yes, you're right. Zinedine Zidane. He's the legend of France. He'll stay there. I've... What do you think? Must say, man. Does a great Louis Gaal impression. Yeah. That was the point of that rant, man. Very <laughs> Alphorn. Yeah, so... Look. <laughs> the, way, the way I look at Manchester United is... Almost it's like the opposite to Liverpool now. Liverpool had like... So many defensive problems. Yeah. And the United were so solid at the back. And now we're just looking at United and it's like... They had like... Three years or four years now. Well, actually five years. United haven't won the league in five years. Yeah. To find a centre-half to replace Rio Ferdinand. And, like, no one's put their hand up and done it. Ever since Ferguson's gone, out of the last five years, four of them, David De Gea has won the player of the year. And before that, a goalkeeper has never won the player of the year at Man United. So, the Omid. I actually feel bad for De Gea as well. He's after missing out on four Champions Leagues in the last five years at Real Madrid. To... Challenge for a fucking Europa League or a, you know what I mean? And if you're not yeah. first, you're last as well. Like you know, not mm. you know they didn't do a parade down Old Trafford for, for coming second. You know? Yeah. The, the way I just look at Manchester United, if we're not selling someone like Darmian and Valencia's injured, why isn't Darmian starting right back? Yeah. I don't understand why Ashley Young's starting right back. Look, Ashley Young's been a great servant the club. He's done a great job. But yeah. Riz, he's going to run down the wing and kick the ball with right foot. He can't kick the ball with left foot. Darmian's actually better with both feet and he actually plays right back. And you're not going to... You're going to get something solid defensively. He's going to come in and help the right centre-back. Because now we have right and left centre-back. So he has to come in and help them. Right, he's not going to score a goal, but he's going to be defensively solid. And then you have four defenders playing at the back. Which is... You know I haven't had that in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, then you have the midfield and, you know, Fred and Pogba, they lost the ball a lot. They tried to do too much against Brighton. It wasn't good enough. And then Pereira was lost in there. I don't know what his story was, but I didn't think he was very good at all. Lingard came on. He looked a lot better. I thought maybe Lingard maybe should have started. Um, and then you have up front. You know his biggest problem is between Van Gaal, Mourinho, whoever else you want to put in there. Moisey. A Moisey. <laughs> they have Rashford, who was a striker, left winger. Martial, a clinicker, stone-cold striker, left-winger. And then we have Sanchez, who we brought in, left-winger. It's like, 
three of the best players in the team are all left wingers yeah. and none of them only one of them is an actual left winger and no one's willing to play on the right hand side and then you have Juan Mala who looks like a granddad on the pitches <laughs> that slow and he's on the right hand side and then you have Lukaku up front who like misses sitters but yeah. then like will score a random header but then no one crosses the ball in the box and like really see I think Brighton are always going to be a bogey team for United the way we currently play because realistically the best way for United to probably score a goal is cross ball into Lukaku and yep. Brighton's two centre-halves Duncan, Shane Duffy are probably the best two centre-half headers as a combo in the Premier League. Very old school English style. Yeah. Like they're, Steve they're Bruce and McAllister sort of thing. It's also. like having two Virgil van Dijk's in the box really. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah it is yeah. So um, United the style of football is muck. So shit. It's, isn't it shit? Let's they go look, space fade. Yeah they look absolutely so uninterested. Yeah. They look like they never want to score a goal. Barely anyone ever takes a shot outside the box. Bar Pogba, who's like, chose a bit of creative flair. And then, next thing you know, Paul Pogba is one of the only people on the pitch who actually tries to create something for United. And he gets all the critics. Everyone's like, it's Pogba's fault, it's Pogba's fault, yeah. it's Pogba's fault. Fred looks like he was a good signing. But like, they didn't back Marino. If you don't back him, you have to sack him. <laughs> You were dying to say that the whole time, weren't you? Oh, I actually made it up there. Did but you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was good, though, wasn't it? No, it was good, yeah. Uh, it's true, though. Like, yeah, you know no, I mean? it's, just, it's, it's just disappointing. I don't want to be saying here, like, they should fire Mourinho. Like, I mean, but the thing is, like, it's just, it's just, like, it's making me, like, upset watching the football. Even if we win shit or good, it doesn't, well, we never really win impressively anyway. But, like, I don't want to, he's just making it really, really hard for me to watch what's going on. He's like, even when we score, he doesn't smile. When we win, he doesn't smile. There's always like some sort of like jab at certain people. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's just it's just a negative attitude. And then you look at Man City and everyone's like, "Yeah, lads, yeah, all right, lads." You know what I mean? It's, it's David just Silva just had enough. David Silva just had a kid there the other day. Brought him out in the pitch and everyone's like, "You, Silva, you." And then Martial has a kid and then Mourinho's you know, it's like, like two weeks wages are fine, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Get your bird pregnant? Yeah. He was the first ever person that Mourinho's fined. Martial was he? Yeah. It's uh, it's not going to end well. Um, to to let the, the a player like Paul Pogba leave to, for the sake of keeping Jose Mourinho isn't worth. That's not worth it because everyone will then turn on Mourinho if he lets Pogba leave. Because like Pogba's the character there, you know what I mean? Like obviously Lingard's character as well. But he's a person who brings someone to a club. Yeah, like Ronaldo yeah. was at Real Madrid, and then Pel was like, "I'm going to go there." Yeah, and like Messi's at Barcelona, so Neymar was like. I'm going to go there. Yeah. And so was Suarez. You know what I mean? Like, y- you need that superstar for someone, another big player to be like, I want to play with that person. Well, that's the thing. I don't I don't think Jose Mourinho has that power to even get people into the club anymore. I know you said yes, definitely, but... Do, do who, like, who's come, who wants to come to Man United to play that football? Yeah. Now, bear, I mean? now, bear in mind, like, a lot of the players he would have coached are, like, nerdy retired, as in, mm. like, people like Samuel Eto'o or Matarazzi. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those people are, like gone now yeah. you know what I mean there's no youth that he would have brought through because he's never really brought youth through but uh, would you agree with me that like Mourinho should go The thing, but the thing is before you agree right, I don't want to be like he should go and then be like this the whole season and he doesn't go I think like pull the bandaid off now like right now United are definitely not going to challenge for the leagues City and Liverpool are on a different planet in football and even camaraderie you know what I mean no team ever wins the league with a, with bad a camaraderie like they're all like depressed like no depressed team has ever won the Premier League see the only thing with change your manager is this like it's only two games in the season and change your manager means you sort of have to take the season off almost as in whoever comes in is going to bring in their new style and their philosophy philosophy of playing football so therefore 
Did he win at Van Gaal and prevent the word philosophy up the yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did. And you have to bring their style of philosophy and like it's going to take weeks to adapt to that. Like look at um, Uno Emery at Arsenal. Like he's there like digging Ozil out of it, it, it what's called in, in in the public in the interview and yeah. then he's whipping them off after like 50 minutes being like here look you're not doing any pressing so you're off yeah but uh, I like that yeah. I like that see the way Sanchez was shifty United last year and Mourinho always gave him a full game and that's why other players in the team were like here look Sanchez isn't even pulling his weight but but I'm getting taken off you know what I mean people these are you have to bear in mind these are actual millionaires as well they're, they, have a, they have an ego to keep happy was, as well there's one thing that I, like, I do miss and it was like Wayne Rooney whenever he got taken off by Man United like, he'd throw a fucking strop yeah. and I'm almost like I wish someone would throw a sock, yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, ha, you have to go on now and try and make us win. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like no one wants to be... I look at someone like Jesse Lungard and like, he should start every game because he plays for the badge on the shirt. Yeah. And well, like, we have too many players who are not playing for the badge on the shirt. Who, who's even perf- performed in any sort of way decent over like the last couple of years? Like, I mean, you have Bayard De Gea who's like a, just a, an absolute robot machine. For, like, But like Rashford, hot and cold. Martial, hot and cold. Pogba hot and cold Sanchez hot and cold Lukaku hot and cold like anyone like is there anyone there that's actually even should be the captain our captain is Valencia who doesn't even speak English he's like I run up and I don't cross it's like good man yeah (laughs) (laughs) side him up and also, like Mourinho's, like pass around that cap and armband like you you, like you won it in a raffle you know like a like a brazzer on the red light district yeah it's like when we're doing the preseason tour like Pogba was captain Boy was captain. Darmian was captain. It seems like they know Valencia was captain. captain. It's a bit like it's almost like Mourinho just leaves the captain armband on. And it's like right lads, when he's picked up and put it on before you walk out of the pitch there quick. Yeah. And then Pogba's like, it's me lads, and everyone's like, oh fuck, better be Pogba. Yeah. It's like a hot potato. Yeah. But obviously we're gonna be discuss this more about United because United are taking on Spurs next week. This this day next week on Monday. But uh, what do you think the early prediction is going to be? Do you think he's going to be there come January? Because uh, it's either it's either go all in with him or go all out. You know. He's favoured to be sacked yeah. next in the Premier League. Um, I don't think he's actually going to be next to be sacked. But I feel like if he doesn't get a result against Spurs, like the pressure's going to really be on. It's going to be a very hot seat to be sitting in. Yeah, but that's, um, the, the, the season will be over then. Really. It's, a, it's a battle of the teams with the worst transfer window. Yeah, that, The season will be over then. Like If we lose to them... Well, five points behind City after three games. But, but th- th- that's why I'd be like I-, I wouldn't mind getting Zidane in someone like Zidane he's had to win the Champions League yeah. the last three years in a row uh, he'll bring he'll although, attract players I almost look at Zidane and go will he actually come in with uh, will he come in halfway through a season just because, just because every time he's ever managed a team they've won the Champions League they just so yeah, therefore, no, they, therefore, therefore yeah. like, he, like is he going to come in like and steady a ship you know what I mean like my biggest fear is that United will sack Mourinho and then have like Five months left in the league or whatever, or it'd be like January, and be like right, we'll get Big Sam in to steady the ship. You know what I mean? And then next thing you know, you have uh, the summer and you're like fishing for a manager. Hopefully. And then and then if you, you know you don't steady the ship and get a manager in quick, well then next thing you know, you have another terrible transfer window because you didn't have a manager and no one wants to go to a team without a manager. Yeah, and then even look at the, the these players have such big egos. Like the player, the manager has to come in that demands respect, and yeah. someone like Zidane would definitely be able to do that. Like you know what I mean, David Moyes didn't have a hope. Small fish no. in a big pond. So do we? Do you think Mourinho's going to stay the full season? I really can't see it happening. No, I don't. I don't think so. And I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch another thirty six games of this Premier no. League season of watching that. 
quote unquote garbage. No, I don't see it. Um, I feel like Zidane is probably the only option as a manager yeah. right now. Anyone uh, else? Anyone else? No. No. Well, like like the other managers who are available are what like Laurent Blanc and Arsene Wenger. Like I don't see those two taking no job. And not only that, like the other person who's always been linked with Man United is uh, Mauricio Pochettino, and I don't see him leaving Spurs mid-season to go to Man United. It doesn't doesn't seem like a a feasible option. No. I've ne- like. He hasn't completed that task there. Yeah. I think even for himself and for other big big clubs as well. I think that moves perfectly into Spurs. Yeah. Uh, yes, they haven't won that convincingly. I don't their full squad hasn't been I think they fully won, going again. Have they won two one twice, have they? I think so. Uh, who cares? Yeah. But basically Harry Kane has finally scored in August. Uh big year for Harry Kane again. England captain as well. It's just like it's like was it water off a duck's back for him, uh what a man! What a man! Yeah. yeah, it looks. Spurs they haven't looked that impressed so far, but a lot of their players went deeper in the World Cup. Like their key players, like your Harry Kane, yeah. your Trippier, uh, Toby Alderweireld. You know what I mean, like that's three of like their absolute core starting team. Hugo Lloris as well. You know what I mean, like, that's four starters. They all played the maximum of the games in the World Cup for Tongan. Oh, for Tongan as well. Yes. So like that's nearly their whole. Team playing yeah, ma- match yeah. the games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the only players who didn't was Son, um, Ericsson and they all went. They went to the second round as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's like a pretty big impact on their team. Yeah. And look, they've won two games ugly, and all that matters is really three points. It doesn't really matter how you get them. And I know, yeah. They're but- they're going in co top of the league against Manchester United, and I'm pretty sure it's in um, it's in Old Trafford. Oh, it's in Old Trafford, is it? Yeah. Right, well, that's the only positive note for Manchester United. Yeah. Undefeated there this season. <laughs> undefeated there. Undefeated there, yeah. So, look, I'm not too... Like, I've no idea what's going to come. Like, really, Steve, I have to guess it'd be a score or a draw, but if United a draw, might as well be a loss. At this stage of the season already, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, man. It's... it's it, I don't know, it's, it's just like... And also, the fact that they've, like, played United off the park before with that team yeah. is, like, a scary feat. I know, it's just disappointing, man, because also when United lose, it's just like, if it, it, I know it shouldn't affect me, but it does affect me, you know oh, what I mean? I'm like, they also have them bailing as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 actually, yeah. It's just disappointing. But, uh, I can't, we can't keep going back to United, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, Spurt looks, Pochettino, he's so no one new, so therefore, he has the exact same team he had last year, so all the players know each other well. Really see, they should be kicking into the next gear as the season goes on, so it'll be interesting to see how they do, and, is it, I can't believe that they got back into the Champions League and then they bought no one. That oh, was yeah. interesting. I know, yeah. Although they have good team camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, a huge bonus that, like, remember Deli Ali was linked with mm. even. So was Harry Kane. They're still there. Like, and then, like, Deli Ali's doing, like, little eye tricks. And yeah. Were you able to do that eye trick? What, this? And then that? No, hold on. I can do it. I know I did it earlier. Hold on. I, can, I do it with my right hand. Hold on. The people, the no, people who are listening can't see it, but it's fine. Oh, fuck, right. Do you want me to do it? Look, look, you watching? Yeah. No man, you got it wrong. No, I did it the other day. Right? Baz can't do it. I did it the other day, right? Like, send us your videos of you doing it. The, yeah, the, the Delhi Alley trick. Delhi Alley challenge. Delhi challenge. Yeah, Delhi Alley. Uh, who else we need to talk about? Because we've talked about first thing was City, second one was Liverpool, third was United, United. Spurs. We have Arsenal, Chelsea. You played each on the weekend. Yeah. Which is a tale of two teams and two new managers. Sarri's come in for Chelsea. Yeah, got a new keeper and Jorginho because uh, Courtois had basically held Chelsea to ransom for a transfer. Yeah, and 
Look, they won 3-2. Chelsea won both games. Jorginho seems to be a great sign for Chelsea. Yeah, seems we, to really get the passing going. Can we talk about him? Yeah. Um, obviously, Sarri come in and then he's like, right, I'm bringing someone that knows my philosophy. Yeah. Uh, Full Yeah. But like, that, that's... That's basically like he he's Alex Ferguson, and then here there's your Roy Keane. Yeah. I mean, obviously different footballers, different managers, but like he knows my my plan, and I'm gonna put it all around him. Uh, Hazard is obviously have to come off the bench again. Um, do, do you think he's gonna go, or what's the story? Because I I don't think I don't think Chelsea have bought enough people in to let him go. So well, they bought, bought a low though. Yeah, but they got like Kovacic. Oh, Bakayoko's gone now. Did you see Bakayoko got a birthday cake from Maldini for after when he signed? Did he? Yeah. Oh, did not offer. Like, yeah, yeah. Tori must be going mad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the way I look at it is, they, they didn't actually really buy anyone that they didn't have. That like they just replaced what left. Like yeah, yeah, Courtois yeah. left. They got a goalkeeper in. Um, Bakayoko left. They got Kovacic in, and they only really bought Jorginho. The way I look at it, yeah. uh, and Jorginho was. A great signing, and sometimes I look at it and go, sometimes you have to pay above the odds, but at least he knew what he was getting. He knew exactly what he was yeah. getting and the job he was going to do from. Yeah. And I look at Jorginho, and he seems to be making more passes than anyone else I've seen Chelsea ever have in that position. And he's letting Kante push on a bit forward, yeah, 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 yeah. which is really, really good for Chelsea. And then, obviously, I don't know what they're, what's going to happen with their front three. They're going to need Hazard back. Willian's going to play in the right, Murad up front. They could score 40 goals between the three of them if they get going. But will they get going? Who knows? But two games in, six points on the table for Chelsea. Fantastic yeah. start for Sarri. Sarri seems like a bit of a character, doesn't he? Just yeah. the way he's there with his cigarettes on the sideline. and he, he, seem, I mean? he seems to be very much a man-manager and he gets the players to play for him yeah. and he gets them yeah. to believe in his philosophy. And I think, and if you look at the other dugout, Unai Emery, I think he's been very cutthroat. And Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville had a big, big debate over it. And the way I look at it is, I think Unai Emery's going to stick by his philosophy, yeah. the way he thinks football is going to be played. And I've sort of slayed this team selection so far, but I almost think they must be the people in training who are willing to adapt to his philosophy, and the other players are potentially not adapting to his philosophy. So? And that's why they're not being picked. Well, but he's, about- he's after picking that young French 19 year old who's not that good twice. Yeah, well, what about the Leno situation? I really find that very strange because he seems to want to play the ball out from the back. Yeah. But Czech seems to shit the bed every time the ball is passing yeah, his feet. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know why he's insistent on playing Czech and goal. Maybe he just wants to ease Leno in. Maybe once Czech looked terrible, hey, when Leno comes in, he's the fucking Superman of the team. Joe, Joe, I think what Emery's actually doing is actually good. Now, first of all, coming into the Premier League, first season, first two games, uh, playing Man City and then playing uh, Chelsea. Like, the what are you expecting? You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when people like Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan are kicking the ball over like from five yards out. You're not going to beat anyone. But uh, he, I think what I think his plan will go to plan because <laughs> will go to plan because uh, he's like in there now. Saw Ozil isn't tracking back. Whips him off, right? He's he knows that he knows exactly. He he's definitely done his homework before he went to Arsenal. He was like right. Remember last year, half these lads stopped even trying. They were walking around the pitch, you know what I mean? Mm. And now he's like, right, these lads need to go in and they need to basically tell them to all get their asses in gear or else they're, getting, they're leaving and that's yeah. it. And uh, see the way he's like pulling Ozil off. He doesn't care who's who. Whoever's, mm. whoever's doing the work. It doesn't matter what name you have on the back of your yeah. jersey. And the thing is, you know what? He knows he has nothing to lose because he goes there, right? First of all, they've won base nothing for the last 10 years anyway. Like, and then, do you know what? If... If he loses the dressing room, then he can just leave with a, with a load of cash. 
You know what I mean? Also, I feel like he lost the dressing room in PSG when Neymar arrived in, and he was like, "That's Neymar's team," and he's probably yeah. going to Arsenal, making sure like this is his dressing room, this is going to be his team, yeah. and he's stamping his mark on it. Uh, yeah, because but, yeah, because you, as you just said there, he had a, a personality like Neymar. Yeah. So now he's going in there, and like, who's the biggest personality there? Probably Aubameyang, I'd almost say. Yeah, he. Yeah, but like, uh, I see Aubameyang more like a Jesse Lingard or a bit yeah. of, like a character. But I'd, like, say, I'd say Ozil's Oz probably been there the longest, and he's on the most amount of money. So people, he's probably like. He probably has a bit of a say, one might say. Yeah, but he, like, he, yeah, he's already chopped Ozil down, so therefore, yeah, like, yeah. he's made it his team already. Yeah. So therefore, like, who's their longest serving player? Aaron Ramsey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just look at that Arsenal team, and there's like a lot of potential there. There is. And you give em- Unai Emery maybe two or three more transfer windows that look good. Yeah. Bellerin looks a bit weak defensively, as opposed to you. Like, you have to weigh up the fact, like, does what he going forward actually weigh up his defensive uh, inequality or inequalities? Yeah. And then you have like, you know, what I mean, he has good center half in there. He has Socrates, he has Mustafi, he has Kachelny. Once he can find their best two starting together, that's just him to work out. Um, don't know what they're doing left back, center midfielder. They definitely need a general in there. They always have. Jack is dreadful. If they can get fifteen million for him, send him on his merry way. That young nineteen year old, like he's clearly not the like. Permanent answer right how, now. How, how much does he look like uh, Dav Louise? They oh, look I know, yeah. So much like each other. So it looks like Dav Louise's little brother, yeah. like signed for Arsenal. Yeah. Tahi Chong's though. Yeah, and then, like, their attacking options are great. Ozil, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Mkhitaryan. I'm just like, right, plenty of attackers. And, like, you stick Ramsey in there as well. I'm just like, they just need to gel a bit more. Yeah. I almost feel like they're, they look very much talent wise like a Spurs team and they just yeah. haven't gelled together. The thing, yeah, but also, like, remember when Ferguson was at United for so long and then he left and then that transition into Moisey didn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Wenger was there for so long that Emre is now in and... You have to give him pay- yeah, patience. Yeah. You have to give him time. Like, Wenger would have lost both their matches as well. But, like, fair play to Arsenal going 2-0 down, then getting it back to 2-1. I know they lost 3-2 in the end. But, like... This is a development. Also with Bridge as well. Yeah, this is like a developmental team. The thing is about Chelsea is that like it doesn't matter what players that come in or out, in or out, or managers, they just have that winning cycle done. Like it it's put it this way, like program. I'd say Chelsea win rate at Sanford Bridge is probably like eighty yeah. percent. Anyway, you know I mean like they win eight out of ten games there, no matter what. And like Arsenal probably been one of the weakest teams against the top six in a very long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're just. They don't tend to do that well. Man City always turn them over as of late. In fact, yeah. Arsenal have done well to stay within two goals of Man City as of late. True, yeah. And it just is what it is. Chelsea are a better team uh, and they went and they won. I think Unai Emery maybe needs to try and see if he can get Lacazette and Aubameyang to play up front together. Up, very much up front. Do you think that would be a good idea? Two up front? Well, I feel like they're probably the best two attacking players they have so try and get them both on the pitch. You know what I mean, I know they're playing like Aubameyang out left but... If Aubameyang actually plays up top, his pace is so frightening he can actually get in behind the defenders. That's, that's exactly where he needs to play. Yeah. But uh, that sort of covers the top six. Is there, is there any other teams that are sort of impressing? Well, I, I just want to say, like, fair play to Bournemouth. They won their first two games. No, I don't think they actually played anyone great. But, like, fair play to them. Yeah. Uh, and see the way Wilson scored again. We said last week, if you're playing fantasy football, get yeah. in your team. Uh, he can actually play for Ireland as well. Okay. <laughs> and also, Everton won both their first two games as well. And I think Mark used... Could be the only other manager who could beat Mauricio Mourinho to the exit door. Southampton looked dreadful. Yeah. Yeah, Danny Ings scoring. Yeah. Um, what should we move into now? Uh, oh, yeah. Anything else to say about the Premier League? Um, well, there was a big controversy this week with one of the referees. <laughs> 
Um, What's yeah. his name? If <laughs> I was going to ask the people if they're enjoying the show to give us a shout out, but we'll, we'll say this first. <laughs> you won't catch this in Sky Sports. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Madley, he's a 32 year old referee in the Premier League. Uh, he retired from managing in the league, and when I saw that, I was like, "You're 32. I mean, why are you retiring that?" Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can ref to like your like mid 40s. Yeah. Now, if you have sensitive ears, or if your dog has sensitive ears, yeah, well, Pete's, turn, not, Pete's not in the room. Yeah, then turn this up. Uh, basically, what's going on is there's pictures circulating around of him with. This is going to sound weird. He's having sexual relations yeah. with, with the dog. Yeah. Supposedly he's uh, the, the new dog whisperer. He's, uh, supposedly he's doing sexual things with dogs. And these pictures went around on Twitter. This is coming This is coming from the people. We made sure to research this. We're not going to claim this is actually happening and it didn't. But uh, yeah, the pictures are graphic enough. And I mean... Oh, 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 now I haven't seen all the pictures right But I saw one picture where like he's like lifts the dog's tail up And like he looks yeah. like he's like Whispering sweet nothings into the dog's bum uh, <laughs> I know that's hilarious But like I'm also thinking Who took the pictures And if he took the picture himself He must be part of some animal fetish group yeah. Where they send each other pictures yeah. Of like them doing stuff to dogs Yeah the, th- the thing is the picture right If the, It looks like yeah he's like looking up the dog's arse Now you never know The dog could have like Eaten his Keys or something, or he I feel like that only ever happens in a movie. I've never actually heard of a dog eating. Something I know, yeah. something, but yeah, go on, yeah, yeah, I know. But like the thing is, I don't want to be like saying this poor chap is doing this oh, if he's not. actually doing that. But the thing is, Joe, you know maybe he, Joe, you know after me just saying that and then realizing he actually resigned and retired, he's definitely banging them dogs. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't done it. Yeah, he, oh yeah. And in fairness, he has to retire. Think of how like vicious the Premier League fans are. Like, and think if he was refing the game. That poor dog. Well, like I mean, like, if, he, he does. He does like a bad like call at the right. The referee fucks dogs. Yeah. It's like oh my god. Like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he's got a wife or kids. I don't know what is. Yeah. I, I don't know what is. He's thirty two. He, might, he mightn't be married or he's been, yeah. I'm he's probably single know. if he's like banging dogs. Well, no, he's pretty but, married to the dog. Yeah, yeah. He probably just has like ten dogs. Very. Who's <laughs> 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 getting it tonight? <laughs> Those poor dogs, man. Like I mean, I know. Yeah, yeah. Totally unfair. <laughs> What, what do you do with something like that? I know obviously like paedophiles have to say where they're living and then people can go on like paedophile watch and be like, right, don't go down there on the school route. But like, what are you going to do with this chap? You're never going to be... Not letting the dog park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's I obviously he's know. obviously fucked up in the head if he's yeah. there sniffing dog's arse. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know how to... Uh, if you're enjoying this show, make sure you give us a shout out on Instagram and on Tinder. Very energised. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, I think that's... The final say on the dog whisperer, yeah, but, like the really see, he's gone the head. He's he's quit the game. Yeah. Who knows what he's gonna do? Luckily, football stories move so quick that people are gonna forget who he is, yeah. and it's grand. Come a month's time, no one's gonna remember him. He probably should just like move to Australia <laughs> and ref Sunday league down there. Hopefully, he moves to Dublin near us. We can hang out with him. Yeah, oh, and then turns into a cat sniffer. But <laughs> Stay energised with that one But uh, yeah here Speaking of like How people actually forget About stuff so quickly uh, Jamie Carragher is back On Sky Sports news screen- screens uh, Funny enough Actually wearing a United jersey today Which is very random While Gary Neville Was wearing a Shakiri Liverpool job uh, jersey No it was not already No 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 I think it was Shakiri. Oh was it okay. Yeah yeah It was Well if it was It was eerie at the end anyway. Yeah yeah All you were all at the it end was someone But uh, Carragher After like spitting on After all that spit gay situation And having to apologise They just Creep him back in And he's yeah, on the yeah, screens yeah. You know 
you you described it very well as they like sneakily put him in there. Yeah. The, the, it was a really it's a very good way of Sky Sports getting back in there, especially you get me in on commentary first, so no one yeah. actually physically sees him. Yeah. He does his commentary gig, then he does a post match analysis, and the next thing you know, Monday Night Football's back, and it's Carragher and Neville. Yeah, we were actually we were discussing this earlier as well, and um, we were saying that. Uh, Remember, it was Andy Gray and Richard Keyes. Yeah. They were... They, they were, made, like, they, some sexual comments towards a female. Yeah. Well, like, basically, they they slagged a, a woman's referee being like, oh, she should be in the kitchen making sandwiches, something like that. And then they were absolutely fired. But, yeah, Jamie Carragher, like, spits on people and then, like, he's laid back in. It's, um... Also, it, while he's driving as well, which yeah, is dangerous yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, like, what they said was just words, whereas Carragher actually took action mm. on someone. So, it's weird how the, the character thing is all right, but they're wrong. It's just it's weird. Different rules for different people, you know. It's just uh, I think I think because character was a former like I know Andy Gray was a footballer, but because character is a footballer of like recent times, people are a bit more like oh forgiveness, bit like oh he's brilliant for the ratings, get him on there. As opposed to like Richard Keys. And Gray were probably on massive fat paychecks, yeah. and they're probably a bit like well, like character's probably on more than they were back then. I know, yeah, but I think there's like. There's more money in having Carragher on the TV. You Joe, know what I mean? Joe, whoever owns Sky Sports and does the hiring and firing must be a Liverpool fan. Yeah, yeah, basically because they're all Liverpool former Liverpool players. The Jordan, like Sunes, uh, Redknapp, yeah, everyone. Yeah. So I, I think it was just must be like Roy, Andy Day, Richard Keys. They probably like, they probably cut Richard Keys off, and you know that I'm gonna say his name Simon. I don't know what his name is, but the fellow who hosts Sky Sports football now, I'd say he's probably on like. Two thirds of what he was on, yeah, yeah, he's probably on significantly less. And then Andy Gray was probably they're probably like for people who don't really actually know who he is that well, as in like no one actually remembers him playing football. So, like, we can probably get rid of him, sure, you know. Yeah. What I mean, he'd be like, Oh, Andy, you love scoring headers, that's all they ever said to him, you know. What I mean, yeah. it was like, but like, oh, they, yeah, they were they just like when I pictured football about 10 years ago when I was younger, like, I was like. Those were the voices of football. The way like Joe Rogan was the voice of the U is the voice of USC. Mm. They were just the voice for like eating a packet of peanuts, having a, like having a, like a side mm. and watching the football. It was just like that was it. You know what I mean? Although it's quite funny with football. Like Martin Tyler could walk by on the street and you wouldn't know who he is. And then yeah. like y- you listen to him like say a few words. He's like the EA Sports guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was literally just yeah. yeah. But uh, look, Carragher's back on the screens. Probably not great boys, guys, sports, but like. You know, to be honest, I'm not really going to complain about it too much. No, no. What, what's happened's happened. He's back. I'm just going to get on with it. Like, I'm not that outraged by it. Like, no, I'm not people, outraged. Yeah, people, well, some people I'm probably sure are. Yeah, uh, like, maybe if I had a 10-year-old daughter now, I would be outraged. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But I don't. So, therefore, I'm just like, oh, here, look, you can wipe spit off your face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's, it's a, like a it, bit... It, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you didn't punch a girl in the face. You it's, know what I mean? It's the same thing to sort of John Jones situation. Like, like I know he got into the car crashes and all the yeah. drug stuff, but then... Like when he's back fighting, everyone doesn't care. You know? Yeah, so it's a bit like, ah, could, could we not watch the fight anyway? It's a bit like, oh, he's on steroids. It's like, yeah, but like, oh, I still want to see the physical fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't care what he's on. Yeah. Uh, also, it was announced that the t- three players nominated for the UEFA Player of the Year awards is Cristiano Ronaldo, Luka Modric, <laughs> Salah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know it was going to be? I was like, it had to be the next noise, yeah. but uh, three, three monsters in football uh, right now. Uh, how do you even pick a one? For for me, I actually almost think Luka Modric deserves uh, uh, this time out. It's not like the Ballon d'Or. It's U- UEFA. I think it goes down to like your Champions League performances, and Luka Modric has probably been the best centre midfielder in the world over the last four years. If you combine the last four years together, yeah. and. 
Look, Ronaldo didn't score in the Champions League final. So I think it's the one time you can actually give the, give it to Luka Modric and go, look, Real Madrid were great this year. He was one of the pinnacles of the team. Give it to him. I'd actually, I'd actually just go for Ronaldo the way he scored the boys' goal against Juventus. Uh, he won Champions League their third time in a row. Completed such an amazing story for mm. Real Madrid. It'd be like almost perfect for that signing off. Suppose yeah. Luka Modric is actually still trying to go to Inter Milan. Although, like, I've read like conflicting reports on that, but also like I'm pretty sure the president of Real Madrid is trying to like get UEFA after Inter Milan as well. Yeah, but who knows what's happening? Like, in fairness, football's so corrupt that like the transfer, if the transfer's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Yeah, really. See, I don't think I don't think like meeting someone like on the sly can actually make transfer happen. The player either wants to go or he doesn't want to go, and that's it. What well, What's the thing you always say? It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It's it's well, what a selection. Let us know who you think is going to win it: Salah, yeah. Modric, or Ronaldo, because like all of them deserve it. I think Salah yeah. probably won't get it because uh, they didn't win the Champions League. You know. Also, we played like ten minutes of the final. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Sergio Ramos did a judo flip on him. But uh, also during last week, the Super Cup final was on. We made sure to post about it. Uh, Atletico Madrid won four two against Real Madrid. Uh, I before I actually, I actually called this tonight. Yeah, the, the, Ross is always right. Yeah, you know? thanks, man. But uh, before this match, we actually both thought that like this is Atletico Madrid's time to get, to hit up Real Madrid because uh, no Ronaldo, and then they're still trying to sort out the situation there at Real Madrid. But uh, after that win, winning four two, I was looking at it and I was like, Atletico Madrid could actually win the league next year. You know what I mean? I mean this year. Oh, this year, yes. Yeah, right. no, I, I was saying that as well. I was saying that this their best chance to push on because like. Messi's that bit older. Ronaldo's left Real Madrid. Yeah. Griezmann could be the hottest property in uh, exactly. yeah. in thing. They just won the World Cup. They got Thomas Lamar in. They've Lamar, Griezmann, and Costa. Costa up front. Costa looks hot as ever. And then in defence they have Jimenez and Godin, very solid at the back with yeah. all black and gold. Yeah. Uh, new right back Verasco, who was uh, World Cup finalist with Croatia. Philip Luis left back. Saul Nagaze is always good for a game. Koke. Yeah. I just looked at that team and was like. Bloody hell! Like that's a very good starting eleven. You know what I mean? Like that's basically not saying that they're Liverpool, but I was like Liverpool had a very solid starting eleven last year, and they got the Champions League final. I think Atletico Madrid are a team to very much so watch out for this year. Yeah, yeah. I I, I can see them doing better than Real Madrid, right? But I, it's going to be it, it, like touch and go with Barcelona. But yeah, but within four points of Barcelona, oh, yeah, yeah. I think. No, you be, know what I mean? It'd be good. You see, do you know what the worst thing about it is this year? Like El Clasico is going to happen, and it's it, there's going to be no Ronaldo against Messi. Like that, yeah. that would be a sad, sad day. Although it's, uh, I think Atletico Madrid are going to like under the radar challenge for the league because they don't do what Barcelona do. As in, like they don't go out and win five or six yeah. nil every week. They sort of win two nil, one nil, three one. Like you know what I mean? They're not the sexiest scorelines, but. No one ever goes out and hammers Atletico Madrid. No, 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 no. Such good, such good team. Yeah. Uh, even Simeone as manager is great. But uh, I was just thinking there, I'd love to see Juventus against Barcelona in the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what round, just like Ronaldo against Messi. Like, yeah. The, you know I mean? That's mouth-watering stuff. But, um, yeah, we, we've basically covered everything for this week's show. Uh, I, we have a quick fire predictions for... Next week, yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. What to say about the show? Uh, look, I actually think that was this has been a very good show so far. We sort of very open and honest. Manchester United are brutal. Man City and Liverpool are about great. Spurs are slipping by getting the results. Sarri seems to be adapting well to life in Chelsea. And Unai Emery is making some strong statements, but they're, it's not working out too well. I thought you were going <laughs> to you gonna get back to the dog situation. If you have a dog, say woof. Woof, woof. 
you say woof woof. Yeah, woof woof. If you have a car, you have to meow. You have to say meow. Meow. We're getting... It's getting too loose. It's getting... You can tell it's hitting the way into the podcast. Yeah, it's very hot in here, you know what I mean? Here, are you getting... Are we doing the quick fire round or what? I was just seeing how we were getting on, bud, you know? Because, like, before the show we were giving out, we had to start again and give out. Go Saturday there, will you? And find out who's playing the games. Who's the early game? Okay. Super Saturday, half 12. Everyone's favourite team, Wolves, taking on Man City. Oh, jeez, poor Wolves. I think it's going to be 3-0 City. It's just, every match looks like an annihilation. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal then taking on West Ham at 3. No, Arsenal are going to get their first win yeah. under the belt here. I'd agree with that. Uh, Bournemouth taking on Everton. Oh, that's a draw, I think. Could be a draw. Uh, Huddersfield versus Cardiff. <sighs> nil all again. I looked at I looked at Cardiff versus Newcastle. And I was like, "That's nil all." Neither of those teams can score a goal. That that match just sounds boring. It sounds like it's League One. Yeah, yeah. Um, Southampton versus Leicester. Oh, I think uh, it's Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. And then uh, half five, Liverpool taking on Brighton. I, I think Brighton are gonna or Liverpool are gonna beat Brighton like five nil, and then you know they're gonna look even worse. Yeah. Uh, Super Sunday, Watford are taking on Crystal Palace at half one. Oh, I like Watford for that game. Yeah, I think they're scoring a goal for you guys. Probably a draw. I'll say a draw. Uh, Fulham take on Burnley at four o'clock. Oh, I'm gonna say oh. Fulham. I feel like Fulham will actually at home they'll get the get a result there. I probably go draw then. Uh, then Newcastle taking on Chelsea at four. Uh, oh, sorry, he's gonna get a third win. Yeah, yeah. Newcastle are dreadful. Like they have some okay players, but it's just not really a team. All them players are like there waiting to get a move. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're waiting for someone to be like buy the club and then replace everyone. Yeah. Then uh, at 8 o'clock on Super Monday, Manchester United taking on Tottenham Hotspurs. I'm actually going to call the Spurs win this. Well, I think it's actually a very good game. Man United in Old Trafford, they get the job done. Pogba will score again. He'll have three goals in three games. We'll be doing the show straight after the match. It'll be very raw. And like I do not want to be not happy doing the show next week. Uh, also, uh, did you hear about Jermaine Pennant? Uh, he's obviously a big brother now, right? But he came out with a book and he was telling the stories about oh, him and... Uh, Ashley Cole doing threesomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I read that. Well, yeah, do you know he's married? Is he? Yeah, he's married now. And it was, it's just like, did you really have to go out and like name and shame Ashley Cole? Yeah, especially considering like he was married at the time. Yeah, the Cheryl Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like oh, I heard. It's so weird. Everyone knew Ashley Cole was an absolute like love rat. Anyway, it was in like he was always in the papers like falling out of a nightclub. See, that's the thing. People would have looked at Cheryl Cole and been like, "How could you ever do the dirt in her?" But like, when yeah, you have something, you. I think, I think you know, well, like as a professional footballer, once you shag the same bird ten times, you're like, right, who else is really good yeah, looking? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all those That's just it. all those wags trying to get involved, but uh, I know we totally out them. I doubt they're best friends anymore for that. But no. uh, also, like it, it must have been when Penham was in the England team because like they were never at the same club together, were they? They were both at Arsenal. Arsenal, were they? Yeah. Oh, that's but but it's weird because that mentality, don't he never like his girlfriend's probably like still love you, Jermaine, right? Yeah. But like in the rugby scene, if the, all that stuff was going down, like people actually wanted them deported out of the country. Yeah. So it's it's so strange, isn't it? Like yeah, it's very very strange. Yeah, because he comes out in a book and he's making money off it, and then like yeah. people like Paddy Jackson, like Paddy Jackson come back down playing rugby, and like people are like can't believe it, I'm so annoyed. It is what it is. I don't think it came off positive what Jermaine Penn saying. He was basically no. like treating girls like a piece of meat and like I know that's sort of sad, but like it was actually to like it was, it was basically getting locker room uh, like talk and it then was, just yeah. and then just being like No, I actually believe that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, just like here, look, you're actually not a good human being, like and like you're just showing yourself not to be a good human being. Yeah. And like you told terrible stories about yourself to sell a few books, so like yeah. just Do you know do you know some of his past as well, right? You got locked up for drink driving, right? Mm. And then he went like a, a few years later and did it again, and he was the first ever footballer to play with a, like a tag around his ankle. Security just like not a nice person. That's it. It's, it's money and 
money and fame goes yeah. to people's heads at, at such a young age. And once you go, once you go that famous, there's no really turn back. And here, you know, we're done talking about Jermaine Pennant. We're not end the podcast on negative. Well, yeah, yeah, but can we end it on the dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, thanks a million for listening. If you do like the show, let us know. Give us a shout out on the gram. Yeah. Hit, give us a big love heart on SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Tell yeah. your mum. Tell your mates. Let your lads in the fancy football group know to join our fancy football and listen to the podcast. And as always, stay energized. <laughs>